Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The podcast is brought to you by HCGBodyForLife.com and ColinWatson.tv. You're listening to HCG Body Talk on Blog Talk Radio, where we discuss how to achieve the health and body of your dreams one day at a time with HCG Body for Life. How to stay semper fit, fit for life. Please welcome your host, international HCG diet coach, author, and creator of HCG Body for Life, Colin F. Watson. HCG Body for Life. For the body of your life. If you like the information found in these podcasts, please share them on Facebook, Twitter, or your favorite social media site so others can enjoy them as well. We're trying to reconnect through Skype. Let's see if that works. If you guys are live on the on the radio show, can you hear my audio? Please press one on your phone. Let me know if you can hear me, please, so we can continue. We have some technical technical difficulties. All right, we got one. All right, guys, we're ready to go. So I'm also simulcasting through Periscope, uh, the new app uh, that my daughter Vanessa told me about on my iPhone, which is basically live video uh, streaming. And it's the first time I've used it and doing it. And I have uh, six people there that are. They're watching and been patient while we had these technical problems. Now seven, some numbers are going up. So I'm talking about hypothyroidism and what it is, um, how it affects your life and your body. And eventually I'm going to show you about it. But before you end the show, I'm going to show you how you can find out if you have it um, with a very accurate way of doing it from home and in five minutes finding out if you're actually hypothyroid or not. And the way I'm going to flow the show and we're going to talk about how we came, how we even came to this topic, um, because most problems, most of the problems, the problems that I've, I've helped people solve is because we go through them first. I've gone through them first, and I'm looking for a solution. And when I find something that either blows my mind or works really well, I talk about it and I share it. I normally am not premature about sharing. I mean, this is something that, that I really won't know the actual outcome of, of it for 60 days, but because Jane and I were so stunned by the information and stunned by things that we were doing that we thought we were doing extremely, we'd be extremely well. Um, and come to find out, there were still some some problems we were having in our physical life and our health that didn't seem to make sense. And so I want to kind of backstory that for you a little bit, and then tell you what I've come. Some of some of the information I've come across. I'm not going to go in great depth to this stuff. It's actually a little bit. It can be a little bit complicated. But I'll also lead you to the information of what I found the information that you'd want to, if you, if you happen to, so what I tell, I'll tell you, you'll know enough that if this topic applies to you. And everything that I'm covering here, guys, um, 
only applies to somebody who actually is hypothyroid. So um, when you talk, when I start talking about the foods and and the and the things we're eating and the kind and the and the, the macros, don't go. Oh my God, this is a new ATG diet. I'm just going to follow it. This is not what this is. Okay, this is um, for this is for the people that they successfully complete our protocol. They do well, and all of a sudden they keep the weight off for a year, six months, a year, two years, four years. All of a sudden they can't figure out what's going on. They're slowly gaining weight back, and they're they're actually exercising eating really well, and they can't figure out why. Because that is that is me, and that is my wife. And so because we were having similar issues, we just kept looking at what it could be. So let me just break that down for you real quick and tell you what that was all about. Um, for the last you know for the last couple of years, Gay and I have been. Excuse me, got some water. Um, you know, we've been doing hormone replacement therapy. We have not been, you know, we've been very vocal about that and, you know, get, getting balanced. And, and I believe that is the key to staying young and, and lean and healthy uh, without having to kill yourself in the gym and, and completely be neurotic about your food. However, in that process, we both were told that our thyroid was showing, the thyroid was, you know, wasn't functioning at optimal speed and that, you know, we were, we were prescribed um, thyroid medication. And I was under the impression you give somebody a thyroid medication, it gives, you, gives your body what it needs to increase the function of the thyroid. If the function of the thyroid is increasing, that means it's easier for you to lose weight or maintain your weight. And so I didn't think much about it. I mean, two and a half, three years go by. We originally started on, on a synthetic um, thyroid medicine, medicine, and we just recently got switched over to a horm, uh, um, um, bioidentical because that is the, the, the direction in which our business model is going in for HRT business. But the frustration was basically that physically we both were having similar symptoms. And, and the thing is that we're not from the same gene pool. We're husband and wife. We're not brother and sister. We're not, I'm man, she's woman. Um, so we started looking at the environment. Was there something in our house? We started looking at our house for mold. And because we found some mold and, you know, some closets and minor stuff, nothing major. We're trying to figure out what are we doing? We know we eat the same foods. We exercise pretty much at the same pace. And it wasn't any kind of dramatic, dramatic weight gain because the point is we, we live in a world where we're, we have more, I guess, more accountability than the average person. So we always would just tighten our belt and do what we had to do to make sure that we didn't gain more than five or 10 pounds. Well, I was starting to say that before we had audio problems that I call it my 10-2-2. You know, for me, it's if I, I can swing, my weight can swing about 10, 10 pounds either way very quickly. Um, I can gain seven pounds over, over a weekend of just being not so diligent about my menu and it doesn't come off that easy, um, 2% in body weight change, body fat changes, and two inches in the waist. And so I, I measure my, my, my body fat and my physique based on a tape measure, not a scale, because of the fact that I exercise, and my goal is to pack on muscle and burn fat, the scale will, you know, I don't really care how much I weigh, I care what I look like, right? So that's what I've been doing for the last year or two, is I, I use a tape measure. So when I see my waistline grow, and to, the, and to the average person, you have to understand that the average person looking at me, I can take a photo with my shirt off and I still have a six-pack. I look like I'm in pretty darn good shape for somebody who's going to be 20, 54 years old here in, in, in a couple of weeks. But the point is, I knew that two inches of the waist is a big, it's a big deal. It may not, it, and we know if you've been on this AG protocol before, you can actually get away with gaining weight and gaining fat and actually gaining 10 or sometimes 12, 15 pounds. You don't look like your body's changed that much, but you go three pounds over that and all of a sudden you can't fit into your clothes or you look dramatically different. So I know that 10 pound thing is, is, is where, is where I will dial myself, myself in. But there was some frustration with that because of the fact I couldn't figure out why I, I eat clean and freaking exercise. It shouldn't be this hard. And for me, it's all about, I've been, I've been designing my life to be all about easy, 
all about making it as easy as I can to maintain my muscle mass, maintain my body fat percentages without having to kill myself in the gym. That's what I teach. That's what I want to train people to do. And I believe it should be easy if you dial everything in. And that's why hormone replacement therapy is something that I am a big advocate about. So to kind of speed up the story a little bit, um, the, the focus really became on my wife, Jane, because um, like a few months ago, she started having some serious fatigue where I started getting concerned. I started, I started, we started looking at Epstein-Barr and chronic fatigue syndrome and asking our doctor, you know, what are the symptoms? Could that be it is? I mean, she's having is it a fungal thing in the, in the gut. I mean, because a lot of things can make you know, people feel really sick when their blood levels don't seem to show that they're sick. And, you know, and usually Jenny can push herself past um, pretty much anything to still go out and exercise because that was where her endorphins came from. And if you know my wife's story, she battles depression, and, and she maintains her diet and her exercise regimen is what helps her maintain staying on this side of that depression syndrome, right? So exercise is an important factor in her life more so than it is in mine. So this concern came up, and, and, the, and the fatigue was just crazy, and just, you know, the, you know, the bowels weren't working right, and she just didn't feel right. And so, the, you know, our doctor... Um, you know, up to her thyroid meds, and then it was like that. That didn't seem to be making a difference. Um, so we started, you know, looking into alternative. Um, couple tap. I am double. Oh, excuse me, actually no. Um, looking into alternatives to what could be causing the problem, and we changed. We changed thyroid meds. We actually did give her some because um, she was on Synthroid, and one of our newer doctors said I wouldn't give my cat Synthroid, and so we went on to Armor, which was more of a bioidentical. Uh, thyroid medication and Jane started feeling a little bit better, but there still was something unanswered questions. So to fast forward, we both started having similar issues. I was having some fatigue issues. I, you know, I wasn't sleeping as well. I'd get up and just all of a sudden be tired in the middle of the day. I'd do yoga and be wiped out. I'm like, what the hell is going on? We don't have a flu. We don't have a cold. What's going on? So we both went on thyroid meds. We knew we had some, some issues with thyroid, but I didn't know really what the definition was, the clinical definition for being hypothyroid. I mean, I just figured... You know, hypothyroid is when your your thyroid is just not working at all. Um, so I started doing some research, and I came across a manuscript, very, very, you know, very detailed manuscript, very similar to coming across, you know, Dr. Simeon's protocol, and I started having some mind-blowing information that completely, left contradict, completely contradicted my entire belief system, my entire way of eating, the way I've eaten for the last five years. So let me let me kind of... I'll give you a little caveat. Post-HCG, two years, I went two years easy without gaining more than two pounds. I dialed in, was, I was dialed in as dialed in as can be. And our diet consisted of pretty much phase two, phase three meal combinations, just tweaking them and adding in some stuff. And then we'd have off days. And then, you know, we'd go out and just, you know, do a weekend or a, a, a day, a Sunday or a Saturday, and we'd have fight night and have chicken and what have you. So but our, our lifestyle was pretty much we lived in, you know, lean vegetables. I mean, lean, lean, lean proteins, vegetables, um, um, you know, oops, um, proteins, you know, and, and you guys see the stuff we eat. It was like pretty much just different combinations, different variations, but pretty much the same type of foods. And so gradually over the, over the last three years, that's when we started you know, doing the HRT, started finding out there was some thyroid slowing issues, taking medication. So I, I'm in my email one day, a few, just a few weeks ago, and because you know, I saw this email come up, and I get a lot of junk mail, I get a lot of email 
Thanks for joining. Um, the call. I get a lot of email, and and I, I pretty much delete most of ninety percent of my email stuff because it's mostly junk or people selling stuff. And I see this hypothyroid um, email come across. And of course, whenever you have a problem, and information comes in front of you, that's how th that's how things are sold in the world. I mean, if you get you at the right time. So he got my interest, and I I went on the e email and I started listening to this guy's video. And the whole time in my head, I'm like, going, you're selling something, you're selling something, get to the chase. But he's given information, the information, which is great, he's given information that still made me kind of go, hmm, what's that all about? That's kind of interesting. So I ended up downloading the book, buying the book, downloading it, and started reading through the information. And it took me about 30, 40 minutes. I said, Janie, you got to sit down. You got to start listening to this. So this is what got, this is what got me, guys, that, that, um, that threw me off. All of a sudden, I'm looking at the list of, I hope you find my stuff now. The list of um, foods to avoid, and I'm pretty much. Oh, come on, where's that list? I'm pretty much looking at. Uh, first, I'm looking at the symptoms, right? I'm looking at symptoms, and it's talking about, you know, you wake up feeling unrested, and you're, um, you know, frequent nightmares. Well, I didn't have that. Excessive snoring. Well, have that sometimes. Um, poor sleep quality. I would get up sometimes three, four o'clock in the morning and can't get back to sleep. Sleep apnea. Well, I had that in the past. Um, night sweats, Jane was having night sweats, puffiness, you feel like puffy and swollen, your face is swollen, um, rashes, I would break out in skin rashes and couldn't figure out what the heck was going on with them, hair loss, well I couldn't deal with that, but Jane didn't have any hair loss, dry skin, um, um, loss of eyelashes, didn't have that, dark circles on the eyes, started having some of that, um, high cholesterol, didn't have that, I mean, but high blood pressure is something I've been, you know, off and on for, for years. Um, chronic, I mean, uh, severe fatigue, um, changes in appetite, either up or down. And we started looking at the list and like, going, man, there's like out of the 25 symptoms in different categories, there was like 15 of, of them that we were on. But I go, okay, that could be the number of things. So then we started looking at the uh, foods to avoid in, our, in your diet. And lo and behold, the foods are cruciferous greens, you know, lettuce, spinach, kale, um, um, uh, fatty fish, salmon, um, mackerel, um, tuna. Um, and I was like, wow, there's a lot of, you know, some of those, those foods are some of the foods that Dr. Simmons said avoid. But that wasn't still what got me. The fact was nuts, like we eat walnuts and almonds. I mean, Janie, you know, dehydrates. I mean, the things I eat by the handfuls, I would have nuts every day. I had almonds or walnuts every day. I mean, green salads or green vegetables every day, cauliflower, broccoli. I mean, the stuff, all, I mean, pretty much most of the green leafy vegetables that, that is prescribed in the HC diet protocol, but is what I became a lifestyle eating and, and the things that I avoided. I avoided, like, I, didn't, I hadn't eaten carrots, you know, in five years because they were considered a starchy vegetable. I ate very few potatoes. I mean, lots of sweet potatoes. Um, you know, I would have sweet potato fries versus regular potatoes. No dairy. I stopped drinking milk probably 10 years ago. Um, I had cheese. It was one thing that I did like cheese, but... So I, I wish I could find my list, but I mean, it was like looking at the list of foods to avoid was like literally 90% of the things that I was eating. And I was like, holy crap. Now, now this is what you really need to pay attention to, guys. It's not saying that uh, green leafy vegetables and nuts and, and uh, fatty fish is bad for you. It's actually good for people to have a normal thyroid function. And this is where you really need, this is where the bell went off, Okay. It's not necessarily the food you eat; it's how your body responds to these foods. So, if you so look at it as if, if in fact, if you have 
If you are hypothyroid and your thyroid function is diminished for one reason or other, and we'll go over that, eating foods that actually suppress thyroid function is going to make the problem worse, even if you don't know it. And if you eat a lot of foods in those categories and they happen to be clumped in those categories, the things that I thought were extremely healthy, which are extremely healthy, but not healthy for someone who has a thyroid problem. So if over years now I'm eating foods that are actually suppressing my thyroid, it made sense that I went from you know, being dialed in, didn't really have, didn't, it was very difficult for me to swing outside that two pounds. I mean, I did, I did my due diligence. I would have a steak day if needed, but the point was it wasn't really hard for two years and gradually there would be that 10-2-2 going on. And, it was, and that's like been my thing, 10-2-2. And I'm okay with that. I, mean, I wouldn't say I'm okay with it, but I was okay with that because I knew my limit was 10 pounds. But what happens, you start doing that two, three, four years. And, and, and for me, you have to understand, I'm a next level kind of guy. I'm the guy that goes, wait a minute, why, is I, why am I even swinging 10 pounds? I mean, why am I even swinging four or five pounds? I remember that two, three years prior to this, it wasn't a problem. What is going on? Was, am I getting older? Is it my hormones? Well, my testosterone levels were checked. They were good. I mean, I'm taking testosterone supplements. I mean, my, my cholesterol, my blood pressure, my blood sugar, all that stuff was great. But thyroid function was showing diminished, and I had some um, um, lipid stuff, you know, stuff in my blood. I had to get, I'd make too, much, too many red blood cells. I had to get blood every three, four months. But other than that, I mean, I mean, my numbers are in pretty good shape, and yet I'm still having this, this thickness going around the waist, and Jamie's having the same thickness. And this is what really threw us into hyper hyper research drive is I don't know if you guys those of you following me know that we do our annual Easter Easter um, protocol I'm an advocate of doing the protocol at least once a year sometimes twice a year to keep you dialed in it detoxes the body um, allows you just to stay focused and and and, um, and present and not let your body get out of control we do the Easter the Easter Easter uh, protocol I lose pretty good I mean I was pretty good, and, and I and I and I was fudging because I I was fudging because I, I I would I would exercise my way out of it. Jane doesn't fudge; she doesn't play. When it, when she's on protocol, staying camera. Sorry, when she's on protocol, she is like freaking like a food Nazi. I, I hate that word, but I couldn't think of anything right now. She's not dialed in. Jane goes thirty days on HCG eating exactly what she's supposed to eat, exercising, doing yoga, going to brick and training, and she leaves, She loses two pounds. And she goes, never has it, never, ever, ever has she not lost 5, 10, 15, whatever she needed to lose because she didn't have a lot to lose. But the point is she, she's never more than five or seven pounds. But if you're a woman and you're relatively lean, five or seven pounds that sets in your waist area. And my wife's the same way. You can look at her from the front on, and she's got a she's got a six pack, roughly not chiseled six pack, but she's got a six a, a visible six pack. But from the side, you could tell that she had some thickness in there, and that's where she focused her attention on, of course, because we all point out the parts about ourselves that we don't like the most, right? So now she's like, wait a minute, ATG has never not worked for me ever in the five and a half years that you know, we've been six years we've been doing this, teaching this, and talking about it, and. Now, she, so she goes, it must be my hormones, something must be going on because this never happened before. So now I'm now being the ATD diet coach hat on, I'm obsessed over why this protocol is not working for it. Why is, is why does she, how is it possible she lost a net two pounds? So she, you know, she doesn't get, she, she loads, she loses the load, that's it. There's a two more pounds after 30 days of being diligent. Something's wrong. 
Well, there's a point where you can hit, you can, her, and her thyroid function had really, had really diminished, and the blood levels had actually really diminished. So let me kind of speed this along, because I know I, don't, I only have like an hour or so. So we get this, I get this manuscript, start reading it, and realizing that re- understanding how the thyroid works and the fact that, you know, we under, most people think that hypothyroidism thyroidism is basically your, your thyroid doesn't produce enough thyroid hormone. And that's really not the case. In some cases, it could be producing plenty of hormone. But what happens if you don't have the right pathways and if you actually have the wrong diet and, and the organs are not working in synergy, there was the thyroid hormone attached to proteins in the body. The proteins bring it through the bloodstream. The bloodstream delivers it to the liver and the other parts of the body that need the thyroid hormone in order for your body to function. If it gets bound in the body in the process of being, you know, being secreted from the, from the thyroid and it's now traveling through the body and gets bound what happens is you're making plenty of thyroid, but it's not getting to the body, getting to the parts of the body that need it. Therefore, your metabolism is not functioning correctly. It slows down, and you start to have symptoms of hypothyroid, which is the fatigue and the lack of energy and the lack of sleep and all the a lot of a shit, a shit ton of things that happen. And weight gain is one of the ones that we all pay attention to, but actually that's the least um, least dangerous because the thyroid runs the show. You know, we think about our heart and our lungs and our liver and all of which, you know, few, most of them we can't live without. You can live without a thyroid, but it runs the show. If your thyroid is not functioning correctly, it actually can, it can actually take everything out of whack. And what happens, it actually becomes very dangerous in the body when all of a sudden the or, you know, other organs start to get overworked or diminish or fail based on the function of your, of your, of your thyroid. So that's why this, when I said this is one of the most important shows I'll ever talk about. I just want to give you enough information for this show, for you to think about it, do some research yourself, check yourself at the, I'll show you how to do that at the end of the show, test yourself because doctors are not, let me get back to it. The blood test that they give you to check your thyroid function is, is working. It's already skewed from jump. So apparently 10, 20 years ago, they changed the testing method, it's THS testing, thyroid hormone um, serum. And they basically, they basically, what they did is they took, 40, basically, they took 45% of the people off the range, so basically that the test would only show that 5% of the population was actually out of range for thyroid. So whenever you get your blood work done, they'll tell you, well, your numbers are in range. And, and the thing is that basically the range has been diminished so much that most people will all, 95% of the population will fall in range. And they already knew before they made this new adjustment that they already knew that 45% of the population already had hypothyroid. So hypothyroidism, that means basically, what, four and a half out of 10 people walk around with a thyroid that's not function optimally. Some are worse than others, but basically they fit in the category of the thyroid. The thyroid hormone is not doing what it needs to do in the body. They, change, they altered the test at only 5% of the people. So unfortunately, doctors in the medical, medical industry, is not, they're not here to prevent disease or to fix the problem. They're here to medicate the problem. Hence, you know what? Here's your here's your here's your med. First, you're not even in the, you're not even in the category. Don't worry about it. it. Must be something else. Just go live your life, and you must just be tired. Get some sleep. Or here's a thyroid medication. Put this in your system, and it'll make you feel better. Neither one work. And you and it, and it said basically 95% of the people that actually take thyroid medication don't get any don't get any benefit from the results. So if in fact I'm taking if in fact my thyroid may be producing enough hormone, I'm now taking medication for it to produce even more hormone. And it's being bound in the system and not going where it's going. I'm actually basically hindering my, I'm actually hurting my thyroid even more, not helping it. So why is that important? Because 
if you're walking around, if you're, if you're doing this protocol, and I, I deal with people every single day, you have to understand that this is important to me because not only was it my own personal frustration, and, and, I, and problems are solved by you solving your own problems, right? So, and then you tell people about it. That's how I got here. Um, but I talk to people every day that swear that they're freaking living the life, right? Living this, this renewed lifestyle, and it just creeps up on them. And, and they, they fall asleep like I did. You go two years, six months, a year, two years, and everything seems to be dialed in. You're barely swinging three, four, five pounds. You still look good. You feel good. It's not a big deal. But then everybody has that moment where all of a sudden it starts to starts to compound on it on on itself, and you start gaining five, then ten, then fifteen. Then you start getting depressed about it. Then you start eating about it, and you start gaining more and more and more. And all of a sudden you're back where you started from. Well, that's that's the vicious cycle that I that I vowed I wanted to put an end to. But I got to put an end to it here, right? So even though I have my limitations, not everybody has that limitation. And I believe my limitations are based on the fact that I have a lot more scrutiny on me. I choose to have a lot more scrutiny on me, so I can't just let myself go, right? That's a good thing, right, or a bad thing, depending on how you look at it. So, excuse me, water break. So when I got this, when I started reading this information, I started realizing it's not the food you eat, it's how your body responds to it. So it's not the fact that nuts are not good for you and, and healthy fats are not good for you. It is basically if you find, if you discover that you are hypothyroid, you must change the way you eat if you want to cure the thyroid problem. And what I love about this research in which I will know the answer to. I mean, I, I'm, I'm having this conversation because I'm, I'm seeing progress, right? Um, but, the, but the jury's not out on this yet. But the point is, is that it's an, it was important enough for me. I've seen enough to know that people should at least get the information, start researching yourself. Because we have to start taking our, our health into our own hands. If we start, we solely rely on our doctors to tell us what's going on with us and to give us another pill to solve the problem. We're going to slowly die off as a, as, as, a, as a race. And so we have to start questioning does that make sense? It's giving me four or five medications to treat one problem that gives me a symptom of another problem, really the best way to treat this, or should I figure out a way to cure the problem or at least fix one problem at a time? From the research I'm reading here and trying to, trying to articulate to you guys in short order here is that if by me changing my diet to, a, to foods that support the function of my thyroid to actually unbound, unbind the hormone in my body, allow it to get to where it needs to go. Not only will my feel better, not only will I have better energy, not only will, have, will, will weight, um, dialing my weight down to its natural weight, will, that, your body will just go there and want to stay there because it's functioning properly. You won't have to really kind of um, counteract that by over-exercising to try and get the scale to manipulate what you want to do or, or to tape measure whatever your, whatever your poison is. And that, to me, is huge and important, and I think it will save a lot of frustration for many of you listening. And i got to tell you, my lines are full here. I mean, the whole Periscope thing, people don't know how to get to it yet. It's kind of, I have, you know, four, five, ten, twenty to kind of come and go, but my lines are packed. That means, guess what? You guys either think you have hypothyroid, you have it, you know you have it, and you want to know what the hell to do about it. Um, I'm telling you right now that you can walk away with enough information, at least know that you need to start thinking about doing something about it, and it will probably change your life. Can't guarantee it yet because I haven't done my own. I haven't finished my research, but I'm I'm talking about it because I really believe that this information is crazy, 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 crazy cool. So this is the thing. Why is it so mind blowing to me? So and it's it was terrifying, and I'm still a little terrified. But I'm a little less terrified than I was last week, and I'll also tell you why. I start reading about the foods you're supposed to eat, and just just to give you a, just to give you a hint, this is the macros, right? 25% protein, 25% fat, 50% carbs. Um, I was told in, from what I was reading that 
all artificial sweeteners, including natural sweeteners like stevia, xylitol, um, erythrol, um, stevia, whatever the other blended stevias are, all of them had to go off the table. All of them were all of those sweeteners that I that I take by the shitload. Excuse my expression. Started off, you know, doing. And, I, and my friends will tell you. We've had conversations. I said, I'm not bet you're going to find out one day that this stevia stuff, no matter how great they say it is, and we we all are, are promoting it, talking about it. That you know, it's just something. That something. If it's got to be processed even to, even a little bit, there's something going to be wrong with it. Well. What I found out, I mean, I mean, I don't know if I've spoken into existence, but I'll just find out that, I mean, I went from doing one pack of stevia to my friends laugh that I have four packs of stevia in my coffee, and my coffee, coffee tastes like syrup, right? Uh, you know, they're like, how do you think it's so sweet? But the thing was that, that even with stevia, my intake became higher and higher and higher because my, t- my taste for it got lower and lower, like, like any other sweetener. And it, my tolerance became higher and higher. So to come to find out that now the foods I'm eating, the vegetables I'm eating, the, you know, the very little fruit that I eat, the vegetables that I don't eat, and the stevia that I've been putting in my system and the sweeteners that I've chosen to put in my system, the majority of them, all are, all are working against me as I'm lifting and eating clean and diet and doing yoga and freaking dialing my hormones in. I'm basically effing things up by eating this perfectly clean diet that I thought was perfect for me. And to come to find out because of a condition that I have that I will, that I vow to no longer have in a very short period of time, the food choices I was having was making the system, system work, and that worse, and, and that is what I really want to impress upon you. So all of a sudden, I'm told that I need to eat fruit with every meal. I'm told that I'm supposed to actually have sugar, so either sugar from the fructose, or actually tame sugar, or honey, or uh, organic maple syrup as a sweetener. But basically, in order to balance the protein and the carb in, in your diet, for your body to digest it, and for your thyroid in order to get the enhancement to increase its function, you have to balance the meal with a protein, a fat, a, and a carb and sugar, basically, or carbs that turn into sugar. Now, some of the things that, that were off the table, even in this approach, were white, um, you know, white flour, pro, you know, refined sugar, um, wheats and grains and bread, that kind of stuff. That stuff was off the table, right? But the sweet potatoes and the white potatoes and the carrots, the things that I've been freaking vowing against, you can see me on, on Periscope, I'm making X's with my fingers, the stuff that I was basically going, I don't eat that stuff. I mean, carrots, I mean, we, get, we get organic frozen vegetables and all of us in the house would go through the vegetables and we would throw out the carrots. We've been doing it for years, right? And it's not like I don't like carrots. I love carrots, but in my mind, they were sugary starch and I don't really eat sugary starches only on occasion. So I'm sitting here with this, with my mouth open, going, I'm not going to freaking eat all this sugar. There's just no freaking way that, that this sugar, that doesn't make any sense. You've got to understand that it takes, it takes a lot for, for, for something to, 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 to take some information in that's really, really challenging your belief system. And this is the thing. The reason why, the reason why I had to have this conversation with you guys today it's because very similar to the HE diet when I came across it and the fact that I had to take injections and I was like a little freaked out and it was women's, you know, pregnancy, urine, and I was like, what the hell? But I was desperate enough to go, you know what, I got to try it because nothing else is working, right? I'm going, I've gone three or four, three years now with the same 10-pound swing, and it's not a big deal to the world. It's not a big deal to anybody else, but it's a big deal to me. I talked about it. It was like I hit it. The point is I look I can, I look the part, I can, you know, it's only my own shit, right? 
But the point is, I know that it didn't seem normal for, for someone to go out and have one dinner or have sushi, Friday night sushi, and get on the scale. I'm up seven, eight pounds. And, I, and it took me until the end of the next week to get close to back, putting that thing, putting it back off. And it would always be me, okay, I got most of it off. No big deal, right? I'd do yoga, water weight would come off. You know, the bottom line is, over time, that one pound would be one pound a month. But guess what? In six months, it's six pounds. Six pounds of fat, six pounds of fat. If your body fat changes. And that's would happen a lot more rapid than that. Like I said, it was still, I would still dial it in. So all of a sudden I'm looking at, and, and I'm reading in the, in the literature that, it, that you, didn't, you didn't damage your thyroid overnight. You're not going to cure it overnight. And it means you're going to have to go through this process. And you're just going to start seeing results. And where is it? Documentable, documentable results, which I'll talk to you about shortly, how I knew that, how I could tell if my thyroid was actually improving its function um, through a couple of little simple tests you do from home with stuff you already have in your house, right? Uh, and the reason I'm holding off on that is I want you guys to pay attention to get all the information and say, oh, that's what you do, and you run off the phone and, and, and go off half-cocked, right? So I'm, I'm doing that for a reason. I'm not trying to drag it out, but I just want you to get this information. Um, so as I'm, as I'm reading this stuff, he said, you know, so it's not uncommon for people to gain a little weight before your body adjusts and your hormone levels balance out and, 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 and before you start to really get the benefits of the energy and everything. And, and the last part you're going to get out of this right, is that once your thyroid starts to heal itself and the, and the rest of the body starts to embrace the, norm, the, the normality of it, you'll start to lose weight, right? And it could be one week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, a month and a half, two months. You don't know, right? And I'm like, oh, shit. So, you know, gain weight. So just so you know that it takes balls to do this thing, I'm telling you right now, if you're faint of heart or you can't deal with the scale, within the first week, the scale went up four and a half, five pounds. First week of changing out the diet. This diet has so this eating plan state diet. This nutrition plan that's strictly for those who have hypothyroidism. So I'm, I'm going to say that a lot through the show in case people come on late and they think somehow I'm talking about some new ATG protocol. I'm not. It may be at some point in time because that'll be my next experiment, of course. But for right now, it's about fixing and healing the thyroid, right? For those who have a thyroid problem, um, a lot of dairy. I'm not about, but you know, it's organic, whole, raw, right? I mean, we're still talking about the healthiest options you can get. Um, we don't eat a lot of dairy. I mean, cottage cheese and 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 Greek yogurt was probably and and some and cheddar cheese, sharp cheddar cheese, and feta cheese. I don't know if that's goat cheese, but we would eat some dairy. But not drinking milk was not something. I haven't drank milk since I was I don't know, probably a teenager, right? I went to almond milk and coconut milk and like a lot of a lot of people. Actually, the lot for a long time we were soy milk, but. Soy is something you want to stay away from too if you have hypothyroid. Um, so high sh- high fruit, fructose, high fruit, high in fruit, um, moderate protein, moderate fats, um, and most a lot of your protein is coming from dairy products and of course whole proteins and you know uh, meats. And even and even to find out that even your protein that actually you, you really, if you're hypothyroid, you really shouldn't have a protein all by itself. That actually that doesn't, that breaking down that protein by itself without having what they call a balanced meal, right? Um, you actually force the thyroid to work twice as hard and the, and the body work twice as hard to break down that protein. So the whole eating regimen of having literally fruit or sugar with every meal freaks you out. So for me, the first week, first seven days on this plan, I gain five pounds. So that's almost, what, half a pound, three-fourths, a quarter of a pound a day. And I'm about to say, F this. I'm not doing this. I don't care what the hell the problem is. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Ego. Got in the way. I'm like, not doing it. What if I do this thing for the whole 30 days 
and now I'm 20 pounds heavier, I'm not willing to do that, right? Ego, ego, ego. And I had to realize that, that what was going wrong in my body was really the problem. The point I needed to deal with fixing the problem. Otherwise, I still would deal with the frustration of being the 10-2-2. If you, weren't, if you got on late, my 10-2-2 was gain 10 pounds, go up 2% in body fat, or go up 2% in my, in my waist, in inches. I mean, two inches in my waist. And that was my frustration, right? And Janie had her own, you know, it'd be, it'd be five or seven pounds and still can't get under 140 pounds. And she wants, she's normally at 132 and, and, you know, 128 she loves, but 132 is where she's at and she can't break that for the life of her. And she's an exercise holic. So the gurus are having problems, right? And I think that, I think that's a God thing, right? I mean, what are the odds that husband and spouse, I mean, I heard people that live together have similar problems, but they have similar Physical problems, similar frustrations. I mean, I just think it was a God thing that we had to we had to freaking figure out a way to solve this problem. And the information came to me, and I was willing to be open enough to read it, understand it, and try it. So I'm about to quit. Literally, that's why I tell you that we walk a spiritual journey. I'm about to quit and go. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing it. You know, if I, I know I can just do another round of ATG and drop the weight. I'll, you know what? Freaking nah. And then I tell myself, you know what, dude, just you need to. You, I, I, I'm on the fence, and I go. I go to bed, and I wake up the next morning, and I get a two pound drop. I'm like, going, okay, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And it didn't. And that was. It wasn't like it happened. It was, I got a two pound drop, then it stayed there for a couple of days. But at least it, it was like the universe going, hold on a second, don't throw the baby out the bathwater. Excuse me, water break. Just hang in there. Just hang in there. So I did. I do, and I'll tell you what's happened up to that point. But let me just make sure I get in all this information, and I'll, I'm going to open the lines. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm moving along pretty good. So talked about foods, talked about symptoms. We talked about symptoms, talked about testing. We'll do that last. We talked about um, the kind of the macros. But to give you an idea, um, you know, of what they what it looks like to have a balanced day um, on this plan. Now also, so these are things like that. So coconut oil was something, there's only two oils that you could, we, could, we could use in our new nutrition plan. Olive oil and coconut oil. Olive oil should never be heated. So basically that was a cold salad type oil or, or you know, poured on other stuff and you have the coconut oil. Well, great, we could, we've been using coconut oil for years, a plus. Um, we had to add in a gelatin, um, a, a pure gelatin, of, but, which I actually I love this, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to recommend this for even ATG protocol. It's a, it's um, called Great Lakes Gelatin. Actually, a buddy of mine, Chris, told us about it. I already had it in my cabinet, and I didn't want to take his gelatin. And it, you know, you can make just what Jello is made out of, but it's, it has no flavor. And it, if you you put it in, the, in liquid, if it's hot, it's you know, it dissolves. If it's cold, if you don't drink it right away, it clumps up. And I was like, you know, it, okay, it's probably got 11 grams of protein in it, and like. Yeah, but I used it for like a day or two. I was like, no, this, it doesn't really, I, I'm not getting any, it's not, it doesn't turn me on. But here it's reintroduced, reintroduced again. Now, the point was like that Chris had mentioned it. We bought it. Someone else had mentioned it. I read it in a bodybuilder magazine that they had mentioned it, and all of a sudden this guy mentioned it. But something comes back to me three, four, five times. It's basically the universe knocking me on the head saying, hello, I'm talking to you. you need, I'm trying, trying to tell you something. So we bring the add the gelatin in. This is a pure protein. This gelatin you have to take it. You have to take it. You can add it. To, you can sprinkle it on food. You can add it to your you know your liquids or your shakes. Oh, another thing off the off the list was protein shakes. Protein shakes. Protein shakes basically did not do anything. It, they hindered the, the the function of your thyroid. 
I had a protein shake at least once a day post-workout shake. I mean, I've been advocating that forever, right? It doesn't matter how quality the protein shake was. It doesn't matter if it was New Zealand protein. It didn't matter. Bottom line is protein shakes, the quality of the protein um, in the body for someone who's hypothyroid, does, it, it basically hinders the function. So think about someone coming in and taking away your entire menu and telling you you got to eat some, complete, some, complete something different. And if you didn't have a problem to solve, you'd probably say no. So... All of a sudden, all the things are off the table, the things that we love, used, or ate all the time because that's, that's what we loved and thought was the healthy choices for us, and come to find out that it is completely counterintuitive. Um, so we switch. So, I, so, so I'm going to give you the good news, right? So let's just bring it, bring it home. So I, so I had a two-pound loss, and I would go, like, go to yoga, and usually I go to yoga and I drop three, four pounds of water. I know it's water weight, and it, but it would give it the psychological thing on the scale. I'd be, yeah, I could wake up at, you know, 207, and then after yoga, I'm 202, and then, you know, I, I come back up a couple pounds. But it was like, I, I played that game with myself. And, you know, I love going to yoga just to sweat out the water. I'd go to yoga, and I'd drop two pounds. The scale would not move. I mean, barely move. It would, it would normally drop four or five, right? So I'm like, wow, I'm not getting any kind of instant gratification from this, from this plan. And it's kind of produced because it's taking in all the sugar and the fruit and the fruit. I mean, the fruit and the sugar. I mean, literally. So I had coffee. Now my coffee. This is my, so I'm having my bulletproof coffee, and this is what it looks like. It used to look like I'd have, you know, a little bit of um, organic grass-fed butter. I'd use MTC oil. I would do cream or my or my actual creamer. I would have the coffee, of course, and then I would have, you know, two packs of stevia, maybe three, depending on how sweet I want it. I'd blend it, and I have this, you know, great latte, if you will. And all of a sudden, I got to leave out the stevia. Um, I got to get rid of the creamer because it had, you know, had a, a chemical in it called kerogen, which is horrible for you. It's actually banned in the UK, but, it, but it put, it's in a lot of foods. Um, I kind of knew it was in there, but now I knew that I had to stop it. So I had to stop anything that was going to be causing a problem because you have, you have to give it all in or not. Otherwise, you're wasting your time. So I started putting regular, you know, cream or, um, or um, raw milk, uh, and then all of a sudden I'm putting in a teaspoon of sugar going, okay, I'm not eating a lot of sugar. And I taste the coffee, and the coffee, of course, doesn't taste anything close to what I'm used to. And I put another teaspoon, and I'm like, okay, it's not even getting close. So I, the first day, I put four teaspoons of sugar. Guys saying, eat sugar. So I'll just, you know, cane sugar, honey, or um, maple syrup. And so I kind of, and the coffee kind of gets, it still doesn't taste as sweet as stevia, but it kind of, at least it's palatable. It kind of still has the same fluff and what have you. And I'm like, oh, my God. I can't remember the last time I had four teaspoons of freaking sugar in a drink or of anything. Um, and as, as the days went on, I actually only needed two, two teaspoons of sugar. And my taste buds started to change. I mean, I didn't need to have the coffee that sweet and actually started tasting pretty good. To tell you, I got to tell you that I'm still freaked out for this day with the food combinations. I mean, breakfast, to be, breakfast is, is an egg or two eggs and a glass. And, and, and if you have one egg, it's four ounces of orange juice, um, organic, fresh-squeezed orange juice, or um, two eggs, you get eight ounces of orange juice. Juice? I didn't drink juice. I would tell, tell you people that the body doesn't handle juice. It's not meant to you know, drink two, three, ten oranges at one time. I'm saying some of the stuff that I've been talking about, which is not invalid information, but if I'm talking to somebody that hypothi- has hypothyroidism, I'm giving them wrong information, and that's what, the, that's what was hugely important to me. And now I knew that I had, I had a tool that I could tell somebody before I even coached them, let's have you do this test. Let's figure out where your body's at. Yeah, yeah some people already know they have thyroid issues. They're on medication. Great. But let's, exact, let's see exactly what your thyroid function is so we can actually see if it's improving over time. 
I got to tell you that on the HCG protocol, um, it seems it's, it's a completely different animal. It's a completely different animal for some reason. I don't know what about this magic of HCG, but the hormone panel, panel seems to just normalize for that period of time while you're on phase two. And then you come off, and then that's, you know, depending on time, that's when whatever your diet is after, after that is where it can affect you. So um, I got to tell you that I'm still a huge fan of the HCG protocol, and I've always felt great, and I've always had great blood work post um, post protocol. As, as after I've been off for some time, it seems to where the problem starts to create create itself. So, so I'm looking at this whole information, and I'm like taking it in. It's scary because every time I make a, a meal combination, I'm kind of going, I, I don't get this. I mean, and the sugar and it, it just doesn't make sense. But we, so I'm going to get to the to the to the important part because of of how I knew why I felt comfortable enough after 10 days. 10, 11 days of being on this plan that I was talk that I would talk about. So usually, like I said, I don't like being premature with information, but I felt it was so compelling and so so important for at least for you guys to hear that. But some of you that are frustrated, especially those of you that that believe you that feel like you eat really clean, or you just or even if you eat moderate, but you're eating foods and you think that you know you look at them and you think, oh, I'm I'm doing okay, and for some reason you can't figure out what the hell's going on, or if you don't and you want to, you'll be able to walk away from this show. And, I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do the replay of the show and give you the link with the information that I got for those who, for those who this may apply. And I want to reiterate again: if in fact you follow through this little test and you realize that your your thyroid is perfectly fine, either it's hyper or it's or it's normal, none of this information that I, that I covered today applies to you at all. None of it. So leave it, move on, and and, and continue to do what you're doing. It's fine. If in fact you find that that you fit into that category, I immediately, I, tell, I immediately encourage you to start looking at looking at changing your changing what you're eating, because the long-term effects are can be devastating. It can be devastating, um, especially if your thyroid shuts down and you have to remove it from the body. And then there's people I have clients that they don't have a thyroid and they're on meds for the rest of their life and they still can't get the benefit of 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 the complete benefit of, of what a, uh, what having an actual working thyroid does in the body, but it, I mean, there's some that live perfectly fine with it, but they also need to have the, their macronutrients need to match um, the function of the body. So that's why this information is important. So make sure I don't miss miss anything. So um, bottom line is, so what what we what I did to, knew, to know that it was was working. All right. So the simple test that that is more accurate than the blood test given by Every doctor out there, because they all use pretty much the same testing system and the same ranges, is it's so simple that you're probably going to not believe me because I didn't really believe it until I saw it. So this is the thing: um, we all have, we, you know, we hear that our body temperature normal is considered 98.6. Um, 98.6. Most people don't really run at 98.6. They run a little bit lower than that. Unless they have a fever, they run a little higher. But most people run 98.4, 98.2, 98. But in that range, yeah, usually above 98. So what what I, what I read when I was reading this this information, which was more, which was another information that I totally thought I would, didn't. I you know I, I just I'm not used to being so wrong, right? So for you to figure out if you're hypothyroid, if you have hypothyroidism or you're hypothyroid, you have to basically check your resting heart rate, your pulse, and your body temperature. And you have to do that three times a day. And the reason why you do it three times a day is to eliminate any kind of false readings. And once you get the answer, it's it's pretty pretty conclusive that that, that is what it is. And then you start working on working how to fix it. Now this is the thing. 
that so the average body temperature of the, of the, of the human being is 98.6. It makes it that's normal. Um, so what I read, which was pretty interesting, is that if your body temperature, your waking, your waking temperature, that means you, you and you literally have to minimize your movement to make sure your pulse, and everything is as accurate as possible, and your temperature. So you don't want to have to get up and go to the bathroom and come back at the bed and lay down in bed, and you've already changed the biorhythms of the body. So you want to have a thermometer. And for those of you that are watching thermometer, this is the digital one. We also have the, the regular glass ones. We use two of them just to make sure they're both coming the same range. If you're using a if you use a, 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 um, a digital one, you want to hold it under your tongue for one or two minutes just to settle the temperature before you push the button, because you can get sometimes get a false reading. So you hold it in your tongue for one or two minutes. I say two minutes. You hit the button, then it gives you a temperature in about 10, 30, 10, 15 seconds, and that's your temperature. If your body temperature is below 97.6, okay, and your pulse is below 85 beats per minute, there's a high chance, a very high probability, like in the 90 percentile, that you have um, a thyroid dysfunction. Okay, well, are you full-blown hypothyroid? Maybe not, but you have, it's still, you're still in the category of being, of being hypothyroid, right? Means your, your hypo means your thyroid is moving slower than the, something's moving, either the, the hormones being released is slower or it's getting slower through the body or it's not getting to where it needs to go in that category. I was under the impression, excuse my ignorance, but I was under the impression, especially somebody who, dealt, who battled with hypertension for 20-something years before I reached this amazing protocol, I was the impression to lower your pulse the healthier you are. I still to this day take my blood pressure every day or every other day. I still want to stay on top of it and make sure, and especially I take AD meds and my blood pressure can fluctuate throughout the day. But as long as it's, it's low when I wake up and it's low when I go to bed and it has that temporary rise from the stimulant, um, I understand that my blood pressure is, on, is relatively under control. As long as it's not running out of, way out of control, um, you know, I have to monitor. So I pay attention to it. So I was under the impression that uh, a low pulse was means that I'm, I'm freaking a stud, right? I mean, my low resting heart rate means my, my, my heart's not having to overwork itself. And now I'm reading this stuff. And I, and I just, I just, you know, I just take this book and go, oh, this is, this is gospel. I started, I started get, I, I went looking for confirmation of what this author was talking about. I didn't, I didn't want to buy one guy's information and go, okay, you can get a lot of research, a lot of data here. I started Googling my ass off to see, to see, see if any of the information he was saying, if I could find other doctors, scientists, or people talking about the same conversations, and I found tons of them. It's amazing when you, you know what to look for, and you open your optical articulator, all of a sudden you start seeing information in a different way. Like, it's like the red bug. You see a red bug, and also you see red bugs everywhere, right? Um, so I'm, I'm looking at my, I do my pulse, and I do my temperature, and my temperature is 96, 96, and my pulse is 63. I'm thinking, what the heck? He thinks it'll be 85. I'm thinking, I thought I was a rock star at 63. Come to find out, that, and he says, really, the healthier you are, I mean, he goes, he goes, under 70. I mean, the person who's a little over 70, but 85, the healthier, because 85 is like stud bill or, st or studette bill, right? That's normal. And then if you're 70 above, well, that's that's kind of you're healthier, but it means you're less healthy if you're under 70. Now that's hard for a guy like me who prides himself on considering myself to be pretty damn healthy, I eat healthy, I exercise, I live a healthy lifestyle, and I'm having something statistically, information, the data I'm getting back that is telling me that, that I may not be as healthy as I think. Janie does hers, and Janie is, um, 
I want to say 68, um, 68, um, 68, 69 temperature, and her pulse is. I think 66, somewhere 68, 69, um, 68, what, 60, no, 67, she was on a 67.6, what did I say? I went 98.6, so, oh, 7, wait, 98.6, so 97, oh yeah, so she's, so her temperature is like 97, all right, so temperature is 97, so pulses, her pulse is, you know, low, but not as low as mine, actually, I find out, I'm thinking that she's the one that had more of a hypothyroid problem than me, because she had this great fatigue, and I come to find out that mine's actually functioning less than hers based on my feedback. So now the point is you have to take you take your pulse, your resting resting heart rate or pulse, I should say, and then your temperature right when you wake up. Then you take it 20 minutes after you eat. And the reason why you do it 20 minutes after you eat breakfast is because if you have some people have a, a, the other reaction where you have a your pulse is actually elevated and is above 85, and your temperature is low. And it's now you're getting mixed, you're getting mixed signals because now it's saying one aspect is they're supposed to be both either together um, to give you a congruent answer that you're either hypo or not, right? So if you have a higher pulse and you have a lower temperature and they're not congruent, then you need to eat. You need to take it after you um, do after you eat breakfast. When I say eat breakfast, take your temperature again, take your pulse again. If your pulse drops, it means it was basically being driven by adrenaline, and that means your your um, stress hormone was high, your cortisol, adrenaline levels were high and your pulse is being driven by that, so it's a false positive or a false negative. And if it drops that, back into that range, um, that means that if it's below the 98.6, as far as temperature is concerned, and your pulse is below the 85, then it shows that, yes, you are hypothyroid. So, and you're supposed to do this every single day. So now the new regimen is we wake up in the morning, I get the thermometer, I take my temperature, I wake up before her, I clean it, I put it on her side of the bed, she takes it and we do our pulse and what have you, and we write that, start charting everything. They give you a chart, you start charting everything. Now, within, sorry guys, within a week, or within, within a week or so, you start to see some progress, right? So you start, you should start to see some changes in your, elevation in your pulse, elevation in your, Body core temperature, and that kind of tells you. And if you guys are, if you guys, have, any of you guys live in the bodybuilder world, they used to take a um, a supplement called Clembutrol, and it was basically a bronchial stimulator for people who had asthma. But they found that if they took it, it would actually raise your core temperature up just slightly. So it would kind of give you like you had a slight fever, um, and and by your body being just a couple of ticks, I mean from 98.6 to 98.8 or to 99 or even maybe just 100, but it was usually just 99 it would actually increase your metabolism like tenfold. So just that little slight increase in your in your um, your body temperature would actually help you burn fat because your body would be elevated. It would be running, burning energy at a higher rate. Um, and so they would take that, body would take that to kind of get into their, into their fitness um, goals or get into their show goals. And I want to tell you that because the importance of how a slight change in temperature can be to the human metabolism. So as we're doing this charting and as we're eating the sugar and the, and the different and, and the sweet potatoes and the baked potatoes and we're having the proteins and we're having juice or fruit with every meal and it complete and then you have a fruit snack before you get I mean if you look at it really it can be it's actually if you get if you get past the the, the, the you know the psychological you know mind mess up you know you kind of go this is kind of cool I mean I, I like fruit fruit and this is the thing but I did start to find notice even though it's only 11 days into this. So get back. So I also I started weight wasn't moving. I did that two pounds. It would stay there. It would stay there. It would stay there. And I was literally like stay there. I stayed. You know, stayed at that weight for three for five days. Um, so now the first week I was up four. 
I went down to the beginning, the very beginning of the second week, and then all of a sudden, on day eight or nine, the body drops another three pounds. And I kind of go, wow. And I, and I, and I kind of missed yoga because we were busy working, so I didn't get to go yoga, so I wasn't sweating the water out, and I was like going, wow. And I go, okay, you know what? Thank you for that because it just, it just keeps me moving in the right direction. Just like the AC protocol, when you get good results or get some results, it just wants to keep you in the game because I'm telling you, I'm still every day that the meal, even though the meal combinations are kind of getting, it's, for us it's kind of actually getting to be fun because Jenny goes, you know what? I have to, I'm back in the kitchen. I'm trying to figure out what to make. I'm trying to figure out how to tweak it because now we're eating, we, we ate relatively the same menu, just different variations and threw different stuff in, but the same kind of menu for years now. So all of a sudden the menu gets completely changed. The type of foods get completely changed and we're now kind of going, wow, this is kind of cool, right? But still scary. Jamie starts to, her energy levels start to feel better. I saw her and she's now, and she, and she had the, because she had the injury in her hamstring, she couldn't do yoga, just off of yoga for a month, but she's still training at Brick. She's on the treadmill now. She's working, you're working out in the house, doing different exercises. And she's like, my, my levels are feeling good. But for her, the dairy, you know, the dairy, the transition into the dairy foods is still, still giving her stomach a little bit of problems. But energy-wise, she's starting to feel better. Temperature-wise, both of our, if you're looking at our charts, you can see that you see the body temperature going up gradually, stays the same, it goes up. But every day, there's a slight uptick, the pulse. So just for example, to give you my pulse this morning, my waking pulse, and, this, and, and actually this morning, I don't know how, I woke up at 4.30 this morning. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter when you wake up, but I definitely didn't have enough sleep. You know, I went to bed at 12.30 and woke up at 4.30. It's one of those days. Uh, but I still took my, I, it's waking. It doesn't matter what time it's waking, it's waking, right? So I ended up taking it twice to be sure. But... I took it and my pulse was, my, um, my body temperature was uh, 98, so 98.6, so from, from 97, um, from 97, I mean, from 97 to 98, that, that a big percentage, I'm going to say that was actually, I mean, I was 96, I was 96, yeah, because it's a 96.7, right? So I was 96, and I went to, I was 98, 98, and I was, yesterday it was like 97, 97, 97, 96. But I was 98, um, I'm sorry, 90, yeah, 98 this morning, and my pulse was 77, right? It's 95, but from 63 to 77, that shows that my body is responding, right? And it's been gradually in the 70s most of the time from, from, from 63 as we've gone into the second week going up. Progress, right? So I'm like, that's progress. That's notable, trackable progress. Um, Energy-wise, started feeling, but even even being up since 4:30 this morning, right? I still did yoga today. I still feel good. I was dragging my ass, man. Uh, probably, but I got to tell you, the first week I was taking naps. I was falling asleep in the middle of the afternoon. This whole sugar thing, getting your blood sugar regulate, regulated. But the funny thing is that the sugar actually putting the sugar with every meal actually helps you regulate your blood sugar, and that's why you do it. I mean, it's opening up a whole new world of information for me, guys. And I mean, it's like sort of you get certification in nutrition, but all of a sudden you, you start talking about a whole different malady and how you have to eat, eat for a certain different illness or structure. It's completely different information, and it's fascinating for me. For me, it's fascinating. So just to give you, to make a long story short, so I can close the show and open open the lines. Some of you have any questions? Um, it's been showing noticeable progress that what we've been doing is actually looks as if it's actually making things better. It looked like it was getting worse for a minute, but it's actually feeling better, looking better. But the numbers are changing. So the goal is is to get your your 
body temperature as close to 98.6 as possible, and to get your pulse as close to 85 as possible. And that means that you're in optimal range, for that, and that tells you that your body internally is functioning the way that your thyroid, I should say, your thyroid internally is functioning the way it needs to because now your core temperature is where it's supposed to be, and you're actually now burning calories the way you're supposed to burn calories. And I, I think it's fascinating. I mean, I don't, I don't know who anybody who's information, nothing is fascinating. So if this applies to you, you do this test, and then so you, I mean, once you do it, you do it again at three o'clock in the afternoon. So waking, then post breakfast, twenty minutes after breakfast, and then three o'clock in the afternoon, and you track those three numbers. And they all should be relatively in range or showing gradual increases. And I got to tell you that um, I think at three o'clock yesterday, my pulse was like ninety-nine or ninety-eight. It was like over the over. And I was like, well, I didn't really run it or do anything. And, and my temperature was like 98.4. And I, had, I think I even hit a, a couple 98.6s a couple days in between the, at, during, during the middle day, midday. And I don't know if that could be, you know, based on some of my supplements or my ADD meds. I don't know. I'm probably pulsed to probably be elevated a little bit for that. But, uh, but as far as the two, the two morning ones, are po- they're before any kind of supplements or any kind of anything in my system. Um, and that's the more accurate one. So the, mid, the, the afternoon one, it's still showing, it's still increased from, me taking the same supplement, same medication um, the very first week, and the numbers did not go up nearly that high. So I'm, I'm still tracking some progress. So what did I want you to, why did I want you to know this information? Because, number one, I want you to know you can test yourself to find out if this applies to you. So nobody, no one who hears this show or ever gets coached by me again personally on the HD diet protocol will, will go through it knowing they have a, knowing they have a, um, not knowing they have a thyroid function that may be addressed. Now, the obvious question, well, to me, is can I, can I create a hypothyroid ACG protocol that actually work with this much sugar? I mean, it's completely contra- counterproductive to the protocol as far as anybody following. We know if you eat sugar and starch on the freaking protocol, you don't lose weight, right? But if someone is hypothyroid, would they? Now, I'm the guy that does these experiments. I don't know why anybody listening to this thing to go, oh, I'm just going to go out and try some sugar and see if that works. I don't, don't want you to do that. I mean, that's kind of the role I've taken on that I just, we, my wife and I, we, we are the, you know, the, we call them the guinea rats or the rats, whatever, the, the experimental rats or whatever they call lab rats. Um, but I need to know. I need to know that answer. I need to know if I change out the vegetables. And I didn't go through all the different vegetables that are, that are, um, that are on it, but they're not, the list is actually very, very, um, I, you know, very kind of consolidated. Just kind of give you a little brief peek at it. For vegetables, right? For vegetables, is carrots, cucumbers, bell peppers, potatoes, sweet or white, um, squashes, uh, turnips, parsnips, garlic, onion, tomatoes, zucchini, beets, uh, radishes, and jicama. No green leafy vegetables on there at all, right? Um, all of my go-to stuff, broccoli, cauliflower, rice, all that stuff. Does it mean you never eat it again? No, but until I heal my thyroid, until I heal my thyroid, these are off the table for me, right? All or nothing. Um, you know, fruits, you know, peaches, plums, cherries, oranges, apples, pears, watermelon. Hun- We've been eating watermelon and honeydew and strawberries. We eat strawberries. I mean, actually, um, a lot of the honeydew stuff, we make a big, the Jane makes a big fruit salad, you know, uh, cherry grapes, like freaking grapes. I have like grapes with, with like almost everything. Yeah, grapes, like the freaking highest sugar freaking fruit you can. I mean, it's, when I say freak you out, I mean freak you out, right? But just to give you an idea of why this freaked me out and why anybody that you've never, have you not eaten like this and this is not the way you eat. Now, if you eat this way and you have it, then it's no big deal, right? But for somebody like me, I want you to know that's how big of a stress it's been for me and why it was so mind-blowing and why I needed to share this information with you. Um, so just to kind of kind of close it out, Test yourself 
um, with the information I gave you. Figure out if this applies to you. I'm gonna, if you're on my mailing list, I'm going to tomorrow. I'm going to, once the replay is up, I'm going to send the link out to the show, the replay, for those who couldn't make it live. I'm also going to put the information, the write-up on this protocol, and the, the information where I got the information from. If you guys want it, great. If you don't want it, it's, it's fine. But I'm going to make it available. At least, at least I'm going to show you where to find it. You choose, you choose if you want it or not. But if you do the test and you figure out this is for you, there's such, you should be doing a happy dance because this is what I predict, okay? There's certain things that you kind of you start like I, I had a knowing after the first week or two week of being on the port, on H protocol that I found the solution for me. Right? It's not for everybody, but I found the solution for me. Um, you know, being silently frustrated with my 1022 for the last couple of years, um, it's it's been that thing, that nagging thing, that nagging thing that you know, like yeah, I told people honestly, I said you know. I landed this protocol at 7% body fat. My skin was like cellophane, and that was what, at 50, plus 49, 49, um, 54, yeah, 49. And as the years went on, I could get to, I can get to eight, eight and a half, eight, eight 8.2 is my lowest, I think, or 7.9 is my lowest, but I didn't stay there for long. But and and that's that's kind of yeah. Some people are like that's ridiculous. Why do you need to be seven percent? I don't. Ten percent is fine, but it's about the look. It's not about the body fat number for me. But the point is the difference in symmetry. I kept telling Janie, she goes, why do you keep living these war hero stories? I mean, that was then. Your body's different now. You're older now. It doesn't mean you're still a great. Why, do you, why are you chasing that dragon? It's because there's something inside of me that knows where my body is capable of being. And because of how I've been eating and because I have a condition that I really didn't understand, and that's why I want to open up to you guys that you may have a condition you don't understand, that there may be a part, there may be a part of you guys, or some of you guys that, that have, you know, you got that last 10 pounds and you're trying, you can't figure out what the frick is the problem here. And ATG won't do it. It's not the protocol for somebody that last 10 pounds lose. It just doesn't really, it's not really most effective there, right? It's most effective for the 20 pounds or more. So this may be the thing that you didn't know that was going on that could help you get there. For those of you that have had an obesity problem all your life, been taking medication thinking that was solving the problem and it really was making the problem worse or, not, or at least not improving it, you may have a way to either lose weight naturally. It is a slower boat to China, right? But it is the healthier, longer-term longer thing for you to do because the healthier your body is, if it's out of whack, you're going to always end up back. You're going to, I mean, not back where you started from, but you're always going to be struggling with some part of your weight, some part of your weight. That's why hormone balancing is such a passion. And, but guess what? Balance means balance. That means that you can't have one organ that especially is important as this one out of whack and have the other one is dialed in. They won't be able to stay dialed in. There's always going to be something knocking the other person out, right? My battery's low. You guys on, on uh, Periscope, I may, may lose you because my battery's dying. I have a charger. But anyway, so I just wanted you guys to get this information, digest it, do a little test, get a little thermometer. You can use a digital or a regular, you know, I don't think they make mercury anymore, but they look, you know, the glass one. Um, they're harder to read because you can't get the point, you know, the point two, the point whatever. It's very hard to, to see between those little dashes. So you, you round it either up or down. So it's going to be like 97.5 or 98.5. You can't really, it's kind of hard. So the digital one is cool. Just make sure you pre-warm pre up the digital one first before you actually push the button. And then um, take your pulse. And if you don't know how to take your pulse, guys, I, didn't, I never took my pulse before. I always use my blood pressure cuff. Could it gives me an accurate, accurate pr uh, pulse, the same, the same number, but you either put your, your, your uh, fingers on your, on your carotid artery and you start, you just have a stopwatch or, or your watch as a second hand and you just start at 60 and you count and you count each, you know, every time you hear it beat. So not, you don't count the seconds on your watch, you just count how many times you hear your, how many times you feel that pulse, that's what they call a pulse, 
in your, either your wrist or your neck, and you count it in your head until you see the clock go 60 seconds, or whatever that number is. So if you get to 65 in 60 seconds or 70 or 85, like if you're perfect, you get 85 in 60 seconds, then you know you're chilling. You're good. This doesn't apply to you. You move on, right? You just leave the information out of your psyche and you move on. But if it does apply to you, you have at least information that you can go to, read, digest, understand what your body is doing, and figure out a way to fix it. So I want I got like 17 minutes, guys, to open up the lines. If anybody has any questions, you press one on your phone and throw your hand up. You're going to have to be brief if you have a question. If you don't, I'll just keep talking about the really cool stuff that's coming up, um, and we'll just close the show. But I really, really hope that um, this information, I mean, based on the call lines that people called in, you know, they want to know about it. And, th- and those who maybe didn't think it applied to them, they hung up. But then I'd say the lines are still packed. Uh, my Periscope fans, thank you guys, the four of you guys that hung in there for all of almost 90 minutes. That's bomb. Badass. I appreciate it. The first time I used this, so I appreciate it. Send me some hearts, though, man. I'll give you some good information. I want to get that heart thing going that they have on Periscope. Um, but it's just been really fascinating, uh, fascinating ride, guys. And it's not over yet. we still got another, you know, 45 days to go. But I'm encouraged. I'm really, and I'm going to give you feedback. I'm going to probably do. Another, I'll definitely do another show about this in a couple more weeks. Let you know the progress. Um, like I said, to me, it's, it's it, you know, it's really more about healing the thyroid and, not, and, and knowing that you actually can heal your thyroid or heal your body. Your body can heal itself if you give it the right opportunity and the right nutrients. And that to know that not all healthy food is healthy for the for the for the same person. And I think that's really kind of the takeaway from this. Everybody wonders, I mean, the HD protocol is probably the only protocol, only, um, I want to say, weight loss plan that I have seen work for people from all walks of life, all races, all body types with all kinds of ailments at a 90% level um, consistently for you know, years now. And it's, it's an anomaly. It's like most weight loss plans don't. I mean, they say many of the things that cause you know, your thyroid to be out of whack, it could be a low-carb diet, it could be a low-fat diet, low, you know, high-protein. I mean, any particular nutrition plan can actually throw the diet, your, 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 your one or, or more of your organs out of whack if your body doesn't really adapt to that, right? But we're talking about this one particular ailment, and the food you're eating right now may be causing this to, your, to either create symptoms or to make symptoms worse. And you want to get the symptoms list to you when you start reading it. The, the symptoms I gave you were brief. There's like a five-page questionnaire you have to fill out saying what symptoms you have. And you start realizing how much stuff you've, you've been experiencing that, that is tied to your thyroid function, it's going to blow your mind. I mean, it could be from the cold fingers to cold feet to, you know, being, not being able to tolerate heat or cold. Um, you know, not, I mean, the, 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 the big ones are, are, you know, the lethargy and the energy, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, that's, there's some minor behind the things that you don't even think about. And the fact that I think, I thought my wife had chronic fatigue syndrome, that she had Epstein-Barr because it, I, there was, I, what could it be? I mean, we're doing our hormone panel and said, yeah, our thyroid will out of whack, but she's taking medication for it, so that should be fixed. You know, we're looking at worse. I mean, I, I might say I, I got really scared. I started thinking, and I hate to say that, I started thinking, well, what if there's something really wrong with you? I mean, because of, I mean, when I say she was down, she was down. I mean, she was down, and it was like physically down. And just all she could say is, I just don't feel right. I, just don't, I can't believe why I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. And just uh, and it was starting to make, even, even weighing on her depression, and she's like, oh, I can't live like this, right? So it was important to find a solution to this. And it, and it just kind of stumbled across, my, I told you, my email, 
And I just chose to be open to it because I knew there was a nagging problem. And what if I get some information? That's what I do. I read stuff. I read shit until, until something makes sense. And then I test it and I experiment with it. And I test it on other people and say, if it doesn't make sense, it work for you. And I kind of go, hey, maybe there's something new out there that works, right? And um, so for me, I, I was like, oh, this is a problem. And I got past my skepticism. I got past my, you know, you're trying to sell me stuff to, is there an answer? Could there be an answer into this information that will solve Jamie's problem and in turn solve my problem. And um, they say when you when you basically, you know, if you're trying to help somebody solve their problem, in most cases you're, you're solving your own. Uh, and there's truth to that, right? Um, I think everything, every experiment I've had and I've done is because I'm trying to figure out the answer to a problem. And it's either a problem that someone else had that repeatedly more than, more than one person had it, the numbers kept speaking loudly. That's why phase three came about and phase three 2.0 because people that was their Achilles heel, right? Phase four, their Achilles heel. Phase one and phase two, easy for the average person. Like, tell me what to do, I do it. When you leave them to your own record and you have to find and figure it out, it was rough, right? So we created solutions for people that had massive problems. But the biggest solutions have been the ones that have, that have touched close to home, right? And, um, and so this is, this, is, this is close to home, very close to home. And I got to tell you that um, just watching this, progress and Jane and I having to kind of figure out a menu and how you feel and asking, hey, how are your numbers? How are my numbers? We're not competing at all. It's just say, are you are you getting are you getting results? And where I'm getting results, like for me, I'm crapping like three, four times. I know it's a little too much information, but just to give you contrast that Jane is having a complete opposite reaction. And the fact that you know what? Jane sometimes all or nothing, right? It says introduce dairy very, very slowly. I mean, to the point of you taking just a table, just a tablespoon of milk in your coffee, and then you kind of gradually go. But she's like, oh, fucking dairy! I'll have, I'll have a yogurt, and I'll have some cottage cheese, and, I'll have, and too much for some for some reason. My system, which I'm supposed to be lactose intolerant, being African American, whatever reason, it's like making me, you know, my bowels move like crazy. So. Everyone's a little bit different, but you got to play with it and deal with it. But it's just information, guys. So I'm going to close the show here shortly. So I just want to get some announcements. Um, um, we're, we're we're still scheduling our our, our next retreat, uh, Bahamas, um, November four, November fifth through ninth, in the Bahamas um, at a badass retreat, um, which which is I'm sure it's going to be just as nice as the one we had in, in La Paz. Um, Dr. Yvonne Oswald will be at this event. Um, Jay just had a breakthrough session yesterday with Dr. Yvonne Oswald. It was it started at 2, 2 p.m. They were Skyping from 2 p.m. to uh, 8, 9, 9.30. It was like a, what, five, six-hour session, um, breakthrough session, going through all the things, all the, all, the, all the obstacles. You basically put together a bitch list of everything that's not working in your life. Everything is not working in your life. And she goes through every single one of them and tells you, well, that's normal, what's not normal, why this is. And my wife walked out of that room a completely different person with a completely different mission in life, completely different plan of action. Um, it, I'm blown away. I had a breakthrough session with her um, at the end, of the, the end of last year, blown away. And so the reason why I wanted to have her at these events because these are the type of things we're talking about. The things that that um, she's a hypnosis master, she's an NLP master, PhD, three three PhDs, and the fact of being able to get information and have it change your state, change your mind, change your belief systems, and get you on the right track is what we're all about. It's about mind, body, and spirit, and that's what this retreats are about. They're not about just freaking doing exercises. If you want to go to a boot camp, go to the gym. I mean, I, I know we call it AT Body Boot Camp because it was just a name. 
But ultimately, this is about mind, body, and spirit, and get find the find the way home. Right? Home is where your body is, where you want it to be, where where you're not fighting the system and fighting against yourself to get to the body of your life and stay at the body of your life. That is the ultimate goal of, I think, everybody that's even on this call or it's on our list. You, you Not only do you want to lose weight, because the biggest fear in everybody's head is, well, okay, well, yeah, I know I've lost it before, but what if I gain it back? Or I had gained it back. We have to figure out what is causing that. And so what I, this conversation today could, for some of you, be the root cause of why you have difficulty losing weight or why you have difficulty keeping the weight off. Only you will know. Only you will find out if you take the steps based on what I give given you today and what I'll send out, I'll send you on the email. Um, and if it doesn't apply to you, then, then there are other reasons. And that's why having Dr. Yvonne, Janie is going to be flying out this month. This is our birthday month, right? Now. On my birthday, she's flying out to um, to um, Niagara Falls to do a six day hypno, uh, hypnosis certification with Dr. Yvonne Oswald to be certified and become a certified hypnotherapist because she wants to take that to the next level to helping our clients get past their shit. It's powerful. I will be doing the NLP master's course with her, um, I think, at the end of this year or the beginning of next year because I just missed the one here last month um, and schedules it didn't work out. Because of the fact that the power of being able to help you change your state, change the story you've been telling yourself for years of why you can't lose weight or why, you can't, why you're getting weight back or, or your husband left you or this happened or your dad was mean to you or you had a bad childhood, all that shit that we tell ourselves is a reason why we stuff ourselves and why we basically we, we fill one hole or one loss with another. And if you didn't know, I'm telling you right now, that you're going to be in therapy for five years, five months, or 50 years, right? And you can use science and use, and use, um, and use um, the way of communicating where you can actually instantly walk away from a belief system that, that has been holding you back all your life in a matter of minutes or hours. And that is why I get freaked out and so excited about um, what Dr. Yvonne does and her work. And I watched, I, not only did I experience it myself, I've experienced it with other clients that I've referred to, but I watched my wife. And, I, and, and I, I've been trying to get Danny to do it for months. And she wasn't ready. And she had, you have to be ready when you're ready. That's what, you know, in anything in life, you've got to be ready when you're ready. And she wasn't ready. And she finally said, I'm going to call Dr. Yvonne. I'm going to do this breakthrough session. And she, I can't even tell you. I mean, the conversation you had, she had with, with me and, and, and my son and the shift that we made in our family just from her walking out of the room and, and the things we're doing differently just from that moment that she walked out of the room is going to change our lives. It's going to change our children's lives. It's going to change the way we interact with one another and how we interact in the world. And it's freaking phenomenal. So anyway, commercial, commercial, commercial. November, if you can make it. I, I, want, I envision people being, being well in their journey to getting or being or staying at the body of your life before New Year's resolutions even come around. You will not be making a New Year's resolution if we're losing weight to be your number one resolution if you come to this retreat. It will not be your issue. It will not be your problem. You will basically be watching everyone make that same story, watch them flock to the gym come January 1st, and watch them flock out of the gym come February 2nd. You won't be those people that, that are gaining 25 pounds through the holidays because, oh, you know, I plan on starting the new year and losing weight, and tacking on another 25 pounds of anguish because you just figured, oh, well, I'll be like all the other herd and all the other cattle and start January 1st. You can start your life today. You can start your life any day. But come November 5th through 9th, it's a life-changing event. That I can promise you. And I believe with the knowledge that, that I'm bringing to the table, 
with all the different protocol, all the different advances we have in this protocol and beyond, because my passion, my focus is beyond the AC diet at this point because I know the diet works. We know that our protocol works. We know it's the, the best, best protocol on the planet. My goal is for you guys to, to and I've said this you know, a thousand times to listen to my show, I'm not trying to create a yo-yo repeat customer protocol that you come back every three months buying the shit and doing the protocol and doing it half-assed and getting frustrated and somehow saying, this didn't work for you. It's about fix your life, fix your body, fix the problem, which this could be one of them, and live in the body of your life. So that commercial is over too. Um, I just want you guys to know that, that I thank you guys for being here on the show. I thank you guys for emailing me, for being customers, for being Facebook fans, for being par- um, um, parallel fans. Is that what it is? No, per- Periscope fans now. Um, because if I didn't have a passion to be dialed in and to be able to figure out the answers to some of these questions, even though they're my own questions, but they're questions of, of the thousands of people that I come in contact with every year, and researching and, and stumbling across stuff like this that could literally change my life again for the better and then change the lives of the people that I, that, I, that I come across. I do this because you guys, you guys inspire me to do that, and I couldn't do it without you. And I'm, I'm so excited. I, I don't think I've been excited about um, information uh, this much information, this type of information, as much as I was when I stumbled across this protocol six years ago, it changed my life. And um, I, the reason why I am because I just know so many people are suffering out there. They don't know what's going on with them. They don't know why it's going on with them. And if it's as simple as stop eating lettuce and start eating potatoes, and that doesn't make sense, but your body loves it, and your thyroid loves it, and it, and it works, and you, and you lose weight, but you feel healthy. Forget about the weight loss. You just feel freaking healthy. You have energy. You want to get up and do stuff and everything starts to work for you, then that's a miracle that may be starting right now today while you're listening to this. So that's why I'm excited. I'm excited because I'm, I'm living the dream. I'm being, able, I'm being able to learn, do, and teach. And that's all I ask you guys to do. Pay it forward. Learn, do, see if it works for you. And if it does, teach somebody else to do the same. And if we do that one by one, together as a group or, or separately, we can change the world. We can change the world. And even if it's your world, even if it's your circle of infinite, even if it's your children, do you realize that I have, a, I have a family that the majority of them are in some sort of fitness um, type of lifestyle or belief system or business, um, they will probably become fit adults. Or they are adults, but I mean, they'll have some of my, my teenage son. Um, and they're inspiring the people around them they're inspiring their extended family, which means my exes and their, and their families, right? Their grandmothers and what have you, um, because we live the lifestyle we're living. So you have that, that power to change the way your children look at food, the way they eat, to find out, even for yourself. If you have a chubby little girl or a chubby little boy that is struggling, you can't figure out why. You think, well, they're just, they're just pleasantly plump or they're just thick. What if they have this problem? And what if it's as simple as you figuring out the foods that their body needs and giving them those foods, which some of them are going to be pretty cool, right? Potatoes, French fries, if you make them yourself, versus you can't put them in a nasty grease, right? But if you prepare the foods that they can eat and they happen to be foods that they are really fun fruit, kids love fruit, right? In the right combination, the right quantity, or too much of anything could be a problem. But think about it, that you could actually change the course of your child's life and let him suffer through high school and teenage years being the, the chubby one 
You can help them right now by just changing their information because they're too young maybe to give HCG to, right? That may not be until they're past puberty, and that's still too strict of a protocol for some teenagers to even be, have maturity to actually grasp or do or understand. But what if it's just about changing their foods from, and their meats and their proteins and their vegetables into to the foods that actually support the body or, the, or, the, or the, uh, the dysfunction they have right now, heal that dysfunction so they can go back to eating whatever and change their life? That to me is inspiring. So that to me is powerful. I'm looking at my screen and I'm looking here. So 90 seconds, close the show. Appreciate you. Um, like I said, we're also getting ready to launch our HRT um, website and actually clinic. We actually may end up um, with two or three clinics here in Los Angeles being a part of that. And that's exciting too because I'll be working side by side with doctors learning how that whole hormone thing works. So of course, we dial ourselves in first and we learn, do, and teach, right? So a lot of exciting things going on, but the, you know, the, the, the retreat, the first one on our, on our agenda. Um, and I appreciate you guys being here. I got 60 seconds. Sorry, you guys didn't push the button, one on your phone, put up your hand to get asked questions, but maybe it's just a lot of information. Make sure you're on my email list. If you're not, go to my website at colinfwatson.com. It's the first thing that pops up. It says, get on our newsletter. You can put in your email address. I only send you good stuff, guys. I don't sit there and spam you with a bunch of crap. I only send you good information like this because I'm going to be mailing this information out um, tomorrow with the playback of this, re of this replay of this show and the information that I got and the link to where I got it from. If you want it, great. If you don't, no big deal. But I do think that you are going to be fascinated by what you see when you read. It's a lot of information. I'm telling you guys, there's a lot of information, a lot of downloads. We got digital downloads. We also got the hard copy book because I like to read physical books. The book is pretty big, um, but everyday English, you can understand. Anyway, got to go. Love you bunches. Thanks for being here. Thanks, you guys, on Periscope. This is going to be live on Facebook here. This recording, I hope, if it's still working. Thank you guys for being here on the show live. Record numbers tonight, guys. And just so you know, we've had 97,000 live listeners um, so far on this, protocol, on this program, and we've had 364,000 people Listen to this podcast playback, not this one, but all of my podcasts over the last five years. I'm so proud of that. Thank you for doing it. Love them. Share them. Put them on Facebook. Share them on Twitter. See you next time. Got to go. Bye-bye. is brought to you by hcgbodyforlife.com and colinwatson.tv. You're listening to HCG Body Talk on Blog Talk Radio, where we discuss how to achieve the health and body of your dreams one day at a time with HCG Body for Life. How to stay semper fit, fit for life. Please welcome your host, International
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.